This week on the BAMFcast, he's a real hero, but he's only mostly a real human being. What a star we're in. All right, and welcome to the BAMFcast. Hey, 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 hey. Episode 136. Holy crap. Wow. That's episodes. It's like 50 episodes since the last one. Uh, a lot. 80 episodes more than anyone's ever done. Yeah. Ever. Right. The web's longest running podcast ever. Right. Welcome to it. You're listening. <laughs> That's not true at all. <laughs> Welcome to a podcast full of liars. <laughs> yes. Featuring, I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm The Beat. And I'm Chuck. And what we do each and every episode of the Bamcast is, for all 437,000 episodes <laughs> that we've done, is we talk about a bad movie for about 30 to 45 minutes and then it gets a rating. Uh, good, bad movie, an enjoyable bad movie gets one to five jocks, as in robot jocks. A bad, bad movie doesn't stay away, gets the opposite. It gets one to five bags in a negative sliding scale, as in douchebags after Twilight. Boo. Yuck. Meh. 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 So, uh, we decided to go back to uh, some listener recommendations that we've been passing up for a while now. Mm-hmm. I think we went with the one that had the most recommendations. It did yeah, have the most votes. Pile. It did. Yes. And that is Drive. Votes. From 1997, not Ryan Aww, Gosling. Ryan Gosling, he's dreamy. Oh, he is. Should I, watch that one. I watched the wrong one. Yeah. Oh. Too bad we all watch it together. Um, oh, liar! We're full of liars. <laughs> so, <laughs> or did I? Uh, uh, <laughs> but uh, this <laughs> this one stars Mark Dacascos and Kadeem Hardison and the late Brittany Murphy. Oh. And let's get a plot summary out of the way so we can talk about it. Mm-hmm. Do it. Summarize the fuck out of that plot. A prototype enhanced human on the run from Chinese hired hitman hooks up with a dreadlocked bystander, and the two of them elude their pursuers narrowly each time. I thought Kadeem Hardison is described as a dreadlocked <laughs> bystander. Right. Not not character name, not Kadeem nah. Hardison. Dreadlocked bystander. Dreadlocked bystander. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's my Bob Marley cover band, by the way. Dreadlocked, <laughs> dreadlocked, dreadlocked bystander. They did good. make a pretty good Bob Marley joke for him. Yeah. They said, quit your wailing, Bob Marley. Mm-hmm. It's funny. It's jokes. That's pretty good. Anyway, so I, I let me just go ahead and say that had listeners no. not recommended this movie, I've never heard of it. Nope. Mm-hmm. Direct to video. Didn't know it. It didn't even seem like it was direct to video. It just seemed like it was direct to something that only three of our listeners found. Direct to space. So, well, and we probably would have rejected it because it's by the director of The Giver. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Boo. What Which, is up with wow, that? We hated The Giver and. <laughs> I think that's where the recommendation started, is after we watched The Giver, people were like, uh... Dude, I think what? it came before that. I think I, I seem to remember hearing about this one a long time ago. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. It's been coming up We were lot. talking about The Other Drive. Yeah, yeah. probably. Maybe. But anyway, um, so this movie opens, and it's a boat unloading cargo, mm-hmm. and lots of Chinese mafia dudes just kind of hanging around with mm-hmm. machine guns and smoking, and that's- we see Mark DeCosco's kind of sneaking his way around inside the boat. We're not real sure what's up. Yeah, we see him, and I'm like, wait... That's Iron Chef. That's the chairman from Iron Chef. <laughs> mm-hmm. What is he doing? He had a whole other career before that. Huh. Yeah, kicking people's asses. Yes. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, he's climbing onto the boat, and then I, I think he's already on the boat. That's I, the thing. Yeah, like, I think he's, he's, getting, getting he's trying to yeah. find his way off. We the don't boat. know this. I, like at first, I thought he's. Yeah, I didn't know a if cop. this was like it, half his mission had yeah. already gone down, and this was the end of it, or you know, whatever. Yeah, but he he like latches onto some cargo that's being hoisted out of it, and. My, meanwhile, some dudes. He does an amazing jump. Yeah, he does. He defies, <laughs> he defies gravity. gravity. Yeah. Yep. But then, like of two carloads of dudes get out, and uh-huh. this is where we start getting some American guys, including 
the the cowboy. Yes. Um, Twang. Vic, yeah. <laughs> John Piper Ferguson plays him, but his name is uh, Vic Madison. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Every time he gets out of the car, you get like a little slide guitar or a whale on a harmonica. Something. Just something country. He western. has his own music motif <laughs> that he gets every time he enters the scene. Yeah. And I guess because we're talking about the soundtrack, which also mentioned we watched the director's cut, which we were told do not watch anything else. Mm-hmm. Right. Watch the director's cut because the U.S. cut is 20 minutes shorter and has a techno soundtrack. Yeah. <laughs> this so, did not have a techno soundtrack. No, and I think we came out better for it. We did. Because we got the twangy. But yeah, every time. Awesome. <laughs> like, I mean, we were just... His we, it could, motive, if it had been a drinking game, we would have been passed yeah, out. His light motive <laughs> is just slide guitar or yeah. harmonica. Later right. on, he shifts over to harmonica yeah. whenever he wow. makes an appearance. Yeah, just... Yeah, but he they he get out and they kind of meet up with the guys guarding the dock, mm-hmm. and they're just like, "What are you doing here?" Blah blah blah. He's We're like, here to ensure you got some extra cargo yeah. on board. Da-da-da. What? What? Yeah. So like he, Mark Dacascos, like is riding up. We'll just call him Toby. Okay. <laughs> his name is Toby, the chairman. Right. Yes. Call him or the chairman. chairman. <laughs> but no, Toby is his character, and he's riding up this cargo net, and his foot slips, and everybody's like, "Oh, there's the guy. There's Go the get him!" And he begins a one of the first of many extremely brutal fight sequences on this mm-hmm. boat. Just like the first one is like, is the one where he's kicking dudes and they're just flying eight feet away yeah. or more, or doing that weird seven twenty rotation through the air, which mm-hmm. they must have a machine that they no, it's, fly. it's all wire foo. Yeah, but I mean, just the the way but that how they, they do it outside that, always yeah boggles my mind when and, they can pull it off. And, and I mean, like, it's evident in this fight and then in all the fights, obviously there are wires involved. You never see them. And mm-hmm. most of the time, it's pretty convincing. There's only, there's only a few moments of like, ah, gravity doesn't work like that moments. But for the most yeah, part, it's... A, the thing about it is there's a lot of long takes. Yeah. It's not of quick cuts like of stuff. Making it's, contact with each other. Yeah. I mean, these were dudes... I, I guarantee you, most of the secondary fight team... Came away with a lot of bumps and bruises oh. and injured. I think 40, 47 stuntmen died on yeah. the making of this movie. That's probably why it never came out. It was too disrespectful <laughs> to their families. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, but that's the other thing this establishes is when these guys land, they look like it hurts. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, every landing. That was is, what I loved oh. about this movie is guys like when guys get hit, they get wrecked. Yeah, yeah. No they, one lands flat on their back like you're like you're taught to land. No, they're they're bent in half and, and land, land on, on their heads. Oh. The whole time I'm watching this, I was hoping for the Jackie Chan outtakes at the end, like where everyone's just rubbing their head and the ambulances are coming in, <laughs> right, and, and they're all and they're while they're playing dead. some happy song. <laughs> yes, kung fu fight. Somebody breaks their leg. <laughs> Because, I mean, it, it really seemed like that. Like, that, an instant later, oh. the people were like, fuck! <laughs> oh! Oh, did you get that? There were a few you late in the movie where we were just like, oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. That guy is not walking. <laughs> that guy no longer can walk. Yep. He's in a wheelchair. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. yeah so, but, but he proceeds to just beat the hell out of these guys. and Then just kind of gets away. And, and this also establishes them shooting at his feet. Yes. Because yeah. they don't really say, hey, this dude's a cyborg at first. <laughs> no, <laughs> no they, they, much they, later. they don't. It's, it's just weird because, like, all through the beginning, like, shoot at his legs. And yeah. they're all shooting at his feet and he's dancing around. And yeah. So we were like, what, does he got robot legs or something? Mm-hmm. Is, that's how you take him out? <laughs> take out his robot legs? Yeah. yeah. Nope. He's Achilles. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Shoot for the glowing bit on his heel. Yes. They've already killed him in their minds. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, he gets away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, he- then it cuts to this bar, and it's Kadeem Hardison sitting there drinking, and obviously the morning. Early in the day. Writing a song, talking to the bartender. Well, the bartender's more talking to him, like giving him shit. bothering him, yeah. like, hey, what are you doing here? Yeah. 
Yeah, do he's complaining that he has to keep the bar open just for him. Right. Yeah. Which isn't true. To keep whatever. him off the streets? I don't know. Sure. Maybe they're buddies. Because he's... Kadeem Harson is apparently a street urchin. Yeah. Doesn't really matter because the bartender is not long for this world. No. Because uh, nope. about the time the door flies open and Mark DeCascos comes in and uh, and it just kind of sits down, doesn't say a word, just, just you know, gives, orders a beer and yeah. then sits down right next to him for whatever reason. It's a huge bar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then... They said for a while they have like a little bit of conversation, but whatever. He's just not really talking to them. Barely any. Like, yeah. Kadeem Harson's like, look, you like, you look like a guy who likes music. Look at this. I'm yeah. writing a song. Yeah. That's about the that's about the most conversation they have because mm-hmm. then all of a sudden, dudes bam, 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 bam. yeah, well, dude, dudes bust in in slow motion, right? And raising raising guns all the while. He <laughs> picks up Kadeem Hardison, does like three twirls, and then throws him over the bar. Throws him face first over the bar. Yeah. yeah. We first thought he's going to use him as a bullet shield. <laughs> that's, that's what the scene was setting up for. Yeah. yeah. But no, Kadeem Hardison is apparently important to the plot, so he has to be safe. And that's when just dudes just all roll in with guns and just start. It's just action scene number two now within the first 10 minutes. Yep. Starts up. Yeah. The bartender Um, gets shot. Like comes out with. Yeah. He's got an automatic rifle for some reason. Some reason. He busts that out and immediately gets shot for his troubles. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a whole bunch of just bar foo and jumping around. And then there's one moment where he's hanging from a chandelier. Well, he jumps up on the pool table. Right. And then and then that's when the guys say again, shoot him in the legs. Yeah. And that's and when he jumps up on the chandelier, grabs one of their guns, and just starts firing and as he spins around, around, around and shoots them. Uh-huh. Yeah, good times. Yeah, but then by then <laughs> by then Vic has spotted Kadeem Hardison hiding in the corner. Yes, and Kadeem's character's name is Malik, sure. but he's hiding in the corner, and so he picks him up, and then they do kind of the standoff because the chairman has killed everyone except him, <laughs> mm-hmm. and then he's like, "Well, you better uh, you better put your gun down, or I'm going to shoot this guy," and you know, and you and you're kind of like. Does he care? Why should he yeah. care? Yeah, just go ahead. I don't know that dude. Yeah. Exactly. He's obviously not a cop, so why does he care? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but you he can hear the sirens outside. Yeah, th- then... he doesn't get a chance to show that he doesn't care because that's the cops immediately roll up and two of them come in. And that's when the Vic throws Kadeem Hardison over to the chairman. Mm-hmm. And then he falls to his knees like, oh, God, please don't kill me. Please don't kill me. And mm-hmm. then like... <laughs> Mark DeCascos is like, so then he takes Kadeem Hardison hostage to yeah. use against the cops. So, yeah. And Kadeem's just like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> so once again, they kind of get away. Just no penalty against them. Just mm-hmm. the cops are kind of like, all right, yeah, let him go, I guess. Yeah, they get in the car and take off. Yeah. yeah. And they have their car conversation, like, sure. they're, you know, making him drive his car, which yeah. is a old challenger. And Yeah, he's like, hey, man, don't, you don't have to kidnap me. I, I just take the car and, you know. You guys fresh off the boat, always kidnapping brothers and stealing yeah. their cars. First thing you do is kidnap a brother. And <laughs> Which make them I didn't know somewhere. was a thing, but apparently... Los Angeles. Yeah. yeah. And they, they have well, lots of good lines, because he says something like, you don't look like Miss Daisy. I shouldn't be driving your ass anywhere. <laughs> yeah. And he calls him Yosemite Sam. Yeah. Yes. Because they're shooting at <laughs> Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's what he originally calls And him. he has a good bit, too, where he's like, I'm just going to reach in and get my cigarettes. And he pull- he's like, see, I'm just getting cigarettes. And he pulls it out. It's like, oh, shit, these are raisins. <laughs> Throw those down and then pulls out his cigarettes. Just weird random bits. It's like Kadeem Hardison throughout this movie is talking a lot because Mark Dacascos is not a great actor. He's a good fighter, but not mm-hmm. a great actor. So Kadeem is doing like most of the talking and a lot of it is good, although he says way too much at times. You like, get the feeling like they had an outline and he's just riffing off of it. Yeah. Basically more like, more okay, as it goes. Now, now say these three jokes and we'll use the one that works. Mm. Ah, just leave them all in. <laughs> yeah, let's keep all the jokes. <laughs> right. Uh, the yeah, director's but, cut kept all the jokes. <laughs> apparently. Yeah, we don't really know what 
entirely was different because it seemed like some of the cuts that are mentioned on the IMDb page aren't weren't even in the version we saw. No. And I'm okay with that after reading what they were because yeah. they didn't sound very interesting. Yeah. yeah. But they get another weird, like, minor traffic accident and he fucks up his car, like the front end of his car. That's not really a minor traffic accident. Well, I just mean, he, it, he swerves and hits like four cars. Yeah, yeah. That, well, I just mean it, like there's no reason for it. Like there wasn't, it wasn't part of a car chase. It was just like, oh, I took my eyes off the road and yeah. uh, well, they were bam, 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 hit fighting or well, yeah, well, he's or, pointing a gun at him and saying, oh, those cigarettes will kill you. Yeah. He's like, man, I can't even smoke in my own car. And he tells him to shut up. He's like, I can't smoke or talk in my own car. Why don't you just take my car? Well, yeah, well, he freaks out because he tells him he has to get to uh, San Francisco. Mm-hmm. No, they're in San Francisco. They have to get to Los, Los Angeles. Okay. Well, either way, he's, yeah. he has to go to another city. He's like, Los Angeles? Like, what the fuck? And yeah, then that's he's when like, he crashes. Hell no. Yeah. Yeah. But it just tears up his up car. Later. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they go off driving. He's He convinces them that. Drive. Yeah. It, well, <laughs> I don't think he gives them a choice at first. And then at some point he does the like third time he's slammed on the brakes and like. <laughs> he does that yeah. a lot. It's just whenever he will say something, he does the instead of the record scratch, it's the slam yeah. on brakes. Mm-hmm. What did you just say? Yeah, but he does this and finally gets out. You know, tell me what's going on at this point. Mm-hmm. And this is when he finally reveals that he's got this artificial cyborg heart thing in his body. Mm-hmm. He's going to L.A. because some people there can take it out of him. Yes, and pay him five million dollars. Yeah, and if you drive me there, I'll give you half. Right. Yeah. He says he has a biometric thing in his heart, and then Kadeem tells him he has one in his ass <laughs> that's brown <laughs> and right. small. He's full of shit. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get it. <laughs> yeah. And about the time they get stopped Poop. by the cops, quote unquote. Yeah. Yeah. Or no, they were actually cops. They were just, they were just dirty, dirty cops. cops. Dirty cops. Yeah. Okay. And they, you know, they, they stop him. They arrest him. They drive him out into this quarry. Of course, it's the bad guys are there, and mm-hmm. this yeah. sets up yet another fight. <laughs> because yeah. yep. well, Vic shows up again, because we get some little slide guitar yeah. to announce his presence. <laughs> but now they, they un- unhandcuff them, and then handcuff them to each other with some kind of weird... It's like a zip-tie sort of like It looks like wire. metal cable, it yeah. is. and then it's, it's got like a yeah. bolt that seals it over yeah. each wrist. Yeah. So, so now they're chained together, and I'm like, oh, we're going to get the, the Defiant ones or any of these movies where mm-hmm. it's just... Two wacky mismatched guys are handcuffed <laughs> to each other, and yeah, but it, that leads... it just serves for some fighting where he has to compensate for Kadeem Artisan not knowing what the hell he's doing. It is amazingly well choreographed the it shit is. they do in this scene of using Kadeem Artisan as a weapon and not using him as a, him as a weapon, and then using him as like a shield and then oh, using him to Kadeem, flip over. And... He makes Kadeem Artisan headbutt so many people, and, and the back every of time his head. back of his head, every time Kadeem Artisan's like. Ah! <laughs> as he <Damn> should, <laughs> as he should. <laughs> yeah, but they they fight. They, you know, he, he flips them and throws them and uses them to kick people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like when he's trying to grab a gun, Kadeem tries to run the other way yeah. so he doesn't get the gun. Yeah, and they just... they fuck each other over a couple times. Well, he like... does that one move where like he's about to do a, a badass kick. And oh then, yeah, like the because the Kadeem does come top, with him. And he just goes <laughs> way <"Well, laughs> flat down. That just looked like that really. And hurt. Vic was like, man. <laughs> yeah, but this is another scene where guys just. Get mm-hmm. asses kicked, landing on railings and and just uh. piles of metal and just like right on the small of their back. I was like, none of these guys are ever walking again. Uh, nope. There are some dedicated stuntmen on this movie. There's going to be I, a mm-hmm. wheelchair like, group buy after yeah. that thing. Yeah, my hats <laughs> off to these guys because holy crap for a directed video <laughs> thing for these guys. I'm to sure be willing to plan like, for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, like still. I'm going to die <laughs> in the name of a directed video. Movie. Well, like, I mean, honestly, if someone says. Yeah, your leads are Mark DeCoscos and uh, Kadeem Hardison. Yeah. You're going to go, okay. <laughs> All right, well. All right, well, you know. <laughs> How much you paying me? All right. Scale, well. Uh, okay. okay. All right. Whatever. 
Yeah, nobody. No, they're not works, buying works. boats off of this. But nope. God, I think it's a, hopefully canes. My, my hats <laughs> off to them still, though, because man, they, it, these guys sell the pain that they go through in this movie. Yeah. Do you get like medical coverage with the stuntman's union? I, I hope so. Think so. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, there's a lot of union stuff. You but, would hope. But oh. yeah, they they basically they wrap the scene up of being handcuffed together by. Sliding down this cable that's at the top of this mm-hmm. construction well, site. Well, first, <laughs> yeah, but first he's like, first the goes, goes, get the bucket, get the bucket. <laughs> so Kadeem, like the bucket's on this hook and a, and a pulley system that goes down, and he just picks up the bucket and watches the pulley slide down. And Mark DeCoscos just looks at him for a minute, like, what did you just do? And he was like, what do you want this bucket for? <laughs> <laughs> so then he has to flip himself over the cable, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and then they. You know, they slide down the cable and get away. And yeah, but well, they almost get away because Vic, shoots Vic the shoots the cable, cable yeah. so they fall sort of mid That's slide. And, and then they like, ow, my legs, my back, right. my back, and my legs. And then then they're okay. But and they also but the dip cable their, is like super hot, yeah, so they, they run over the to like a bucket water. of water and <laughs> just dunk their hands in. It's all bubbling. Yeah, it's kind of like these. It's kind of like everyone watched Jackie Chan movies and were like, we want to make a Jackie Chan movie. It's kind of, it what, this, it's it, kind of almost exactly what this is. It's rush hour half. Yeah, it's yeah. like one of the best Jackie Chan movies there is that doesn't have Jackie Chan in it. Yes, it's, I would agree with that. It's like an American rumble in the Bronx, basically. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. that yeah, kind I of... mean, Mark DeCosco's is game for doing all this crap. Oh, yeah. He does and a it's... lot of shit. I mean, there's some stuff that's obviously not him, but man, he... But the majority the, of it The majority like of it him. seems to be him he is flipping also around. like a karate world champion. Yeah, he's, yeah. I mean, he's got skills. Like, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, he's still like doing the run up the wall thing and mm-hmm. just like oh, yeah. flipping over stuff. And the jump kick off the wall. And, yeah. Man, he jumped, He, he backflips off a lot of stuff. He does. Yeah. Like doing the half twist. Yeah. But I mean, my favorite thing that he ever does is when he just pulls energy out of the sky to, to oh yeah him. when he like he does a, a half turn and spins his hands really fast <laughs> oh yeah he did and that, then turns back yeah. and punches yeah. the guy yeah. did that the first time on the boat to yeah the, to the scar guy <laughs> <laughs> he like broke the dude's sternum or right. whatever that's right <laughs> just yeah so i mean already you know we're 20 minutes into this movie and there have been just three amazing fight scenes it's yeah. like yep okay let's go <laughs> let's go movie yeah so then th- their next plan is to go back to kadeem hardison's house because they're still handcuffed Mm-hmm. And then we get the backstory of he's been kicked out of his house because his wife left him after he lost his job. Yeah. Took his daughter and hooked up with some other guy. Married mm-hmm. or hooked up with a cheeseburger. Yes. Which he goes <laughs> into the, what, what a cheeseburger is, <laughs> which is just a guy. That's, a big flabby hunk of meat man. That who you know just, is bad for you, but yeah, whatever. Yeah. You have it anyway. Because the wife yeah. shows up as they're in Yeah, because Kadeem Hardison, who hangs out in bars writing songs all day, mm-hmm. is a much better alternative oh, he's than a whoever this other guy yeah. is. He's a flame He's Yeah. yeah. Top shelf. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they explain this while Mark Dacascos is uneasily looking at both of them, holding a hacksaw in his hand because right. he just had to stop sawing the cable. Yeah, because his wife comes into the garage as they're in the garage mid-saw, and they're just like, oh, yeah. shit. And she's like, what the shit are you doing here? <laughs> uh, and she's like, what did you do now? And he's like, I didn't do anything. <laughs> it's this guy. It's this guy. <laughs> but I, I love their final reaction. It's like, you just need to leave. Finish sawing off your handcuffs and then <laughs> right. get out of here. Yeah, that, yeah just <laughs> finish sawing your handcuffs and then get out of my house. Yeah. And that's pretty much the end of that story it's just hey this guy has a family sort of to go back to right but mark dacascos picks up because he looks back and sees her looking out the window at them as they drive away for the rest of the movie he's like she still likes you and so he just says that all the time Mm -hmm. and almost his motivation to like okay you need to stay alive because your wife still loves you so yeah well 
And then there's yeah, also and the, then he puts him in harm's way. Yes, yeah. a million over more times, and over and over and over and over. Well, I forgot the very first, very first scene before the even boat thing is him looking at his little uh, card, as they call it. Oh, he's yeah. got yeah. a little mini disc video yeah. player. Right, this thing <laughs> was awesome. Yeah, it's like got flowers on the front of it, but he flips it open. It's a little tiny screen on one mm-hmm. side, and then a mini disc player on the other, and it's apparently Super his girlfriend, wife, whatever. And mm-hmm. Yeah. It's one of those mini disc things we didn't get in the states, right? Sure, or pretty much anywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, so that that was that little side plot, which mm-hmm. comes up later. Yes. So yeah, they get away, and this is when they get to Brittany Murphy's hotel. Yeah, they go. Well, they go driving, and then the car like blows a hose or something and starts. Yeah. No, smoking no, no, all over no. Before no, this no. is when Kadeem Harson tries to drop him off at the bus station. Oh, oh yeah. Because there's another fight there. Not really. Or is it just a chase? Yeah, they chase him, him out of the bus away. station. Yeah, he just chases him and then like jump. He he doubles back and picks him up. Okay, because like yeah, the idea was like I don't you know money. It's great and all, but I don't you know I don't want to I don't want to die. Yeah, I don't want to yeah. die. It's pretty much Kadeem. So he drops, okay. Yeah, he drops him off. That's the right. Bus. But no then Kadeem fight. sees the three guys walking in yeah. right after him and is like, mm-hmm. at first he's like, yeah, he can handle them. He's a cyborg. But what that leads into is that, okay, so Kadeem Artisan has his chance to leave, decides not to, comes back and rescues him, and they drive away, and that leads into the quick little car dancing montage that they have, where they're playing the song and sort of head dancing and oh, singing yeah. along with it. Oh, God. <laughs> Which is the, that's the same song from the end credits, it's the, right? Yeah, it's yeah. the time to party. Where's, where's the party Where's yet? the party at? Yeah. And it's like hey. one of those really terrible pop rap songs. Yeah. Like pop hip hop, but where they're just trying to rap pop, pop, as pop, fast pop. as they humanly can. Right. And it's just about, it's not bone thugs and harmony fast. No, it, it's no, but it's not good either. It's, it's, it's whoop where it is, where <laughs> yeah. there it is. There it is. Um, but oh, there it is. Yeah. Locker. And, uh, God, they're just singing and sort of, dancing to it in the car his, and it's his goofy smile it's so mark dacascos's goofy smile is, there need to be animated gifs of this because <laughs> his, his his goofy grin as he's getting into his head bopping is just the most embarrassing thing oh, i hope they awesome. just play this in his dressing room on iron chef and embarrass him over and over again <laughs> today's secret ingredient is your goofy smile <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, somebody that, needs to put that in the middle of one of the supercuts of him announcing all the ingredients. Right. You know, he's like beer, and then just the goofy smile. Oh man, he wants people to not know any of this stuff exists. Yeah. Oh, I would think not. That so, the goofy bits, yes. But yeah. The rest of it is bad. Yeah, yeah of- I know. Really, I, you can live with the goofy bits because uh-huh. the, everything else he does in this movie is just ass kickingly good. Yeah. Well, and I also appreciate that Kadeem Hardison seems. Like his character is aware of how stupid so much of the stuff that's happening is in the movie. He's sort of commenting because on the he movie kinda as looks it's at, going he kinda on. looks at him and he's just like Really? Yeah. You know, when he's doing like the goofy smile thing. <laughs> yeah. You know, he's like, This is hilarious, but also is what this is guy for real? Yeah. You're not a real human being. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Some, somewhere along the way they've also established that um Vic has his sidekick, the the hedgehog. Yeah. Which or, is Tracy Walter. Or Bob from Bob, Batman. Bob, yeah, Bob from Batman. <laughs> and a he's million no other movies. Yeah. But they they keep having little tiny scenes where they're in a, they travel in an RV, which yes. they never establish who's driving the thing. Doesn't matter. They have henchmen. That's true. 
it, obviously they have some sort of dedicated driver, but you never see them. He's not important. They I don't, don't even. Bother I mean, they also I have the two not. the two Grand Cherokees that sure. follow them around too. So yeah. they've got a, well, those came in later. Yeah, did they? But yeah. at first yeah. it was just them riding around in the RV watching Red, the, oh, the yes. turtle Einstein, Einstein turtle frog or whatever the hell that was. Yeah, it was the Einstein frog. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. in this version of America, there's only one show, and it's the oh, there were two because there was also there was the other one that and then it was like a cop. Hedge- yeah, show. Hedgehog wanted to watch. <laughs> Like so it was, it was something like Walter the Einstein Frog. Wasn't yeah, it? yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that's exactly what it yeah, was. Because I want to watch that. Yeah. <laughs> and so but, as soon as he gets his hands on the TV, he's allowed to do it. But if he <laughs> if he's not properly henchmaning, he is eating in every scene. Yes, every scene. Yes. He's yep. it's it's like an ice cream sandwich or like a devil dog or something. Just. Mm-hmm. Some sort of little or Debbie a sack snack full cake, of, uh, junk food from the yeah. He's yeah. just his bit is it's just one of those things. Was like the character needs something. Okay, have him eat in every scene. It's right. just but weird. they just keep having these little bits of dialogue, and eventually they call back and get more orders from Mister Lau, mm-hmm. who is uh, Mister Takagi from Die Hard. Yeah, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's just like he's basically like this is where we start to get explained that like he has this robot heart you can't kill him mm-hmm. oh but we also have this advanced model that we're sending in yeah because they they cut over to him for a minute and he kills this dude with a coin yes he throws a coin through, through his, his throat because yeah. <laughs> he yeah he does the little spin you know, yeah because the, the one henchman has trick. to come back and explain why they haven't captured the other one yet and he does this whole psychological it's like oh did you have a pleasant trip he's like yeah i guess it was pleasant oh you had a pleasant trip while not capturing the guy and he's like oh well i didn't mean that you know and then T one thousand kills him with a quarter, mm. <laughs> which bleeds. Yeah, the quarter starts <laughs> bleeding quarter, once it bends. Maybe it was the column. The it could have been the column. The yeah. column is bleeding. Yeah. Lots of veins in that column. <laughs> it's a veiny column. <laughs> Never build your skyscraper on blood columns. No, that's always it's a bad idea. idea. Never a solid plan. <laughs> but anyway, this, so this established. Okay, there's yeah. there's an advanced model coming soon. So mm-hmm. get ready for that. Yeah, but right. in the meantime. Yeah. That's when they roll up at Brittany Murphy's hotel. Yes, the car blows a hose. It starts smoking all the yeah. place. They stop there. And it's like, oh, yep. and so, for some reason, Kadeem Harson knows, like, okay, a mile up the road, there's a hotel with a garage. We'll make it there, mm-hmm. and you can sleep, and I'll fix the car. Yeah. Yes, because they also talk about Mark Dacascos' character. Basically, he can fight all this fight, but then he has to crash, basically, right. because it's like... As it, soon as the adrenaline stops, adrenaline like, I are all messed up. <laughs> Yeah, and he's but, asking him dumb questions too. Like, hey, in in, in China, <laughs> do people just walk up to each other in the streets to hear kung fu is dumb and start <laughs> kicking each other? He's <laughs> like, no, <laughs> we all have some form of martial arts training, but we don't beat each other up all the time. It's like, oh, that's what we think of you people. Then he says something equally strange about Americans. Well, yeah, well, he says we figure you Americans do the same thing, just more clumsily. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Culture shock. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. But so they pull up to the motel and thus begins the Brittany Murphy cocaine hour. (laughs) Yay. Sadly, that show's been canceled. Brittany Murphy. Too soon, Chuck. <laughs> I'm sorry. Leave Brittany alone, Chuck. <laughs> Leave Brittany alone. I apologize. So, I, I don't know what is up with Brittany Murphy. She's always like this. But it's fucking amazing she's and fucking l- terrifying. She, I and think she was really like that. Confusing all the... Like, the entire time have she's on Have you seen screen. other movies with her in it? Yeah, I have. I she's mean, like yeah. a demented Cupid doll. She's just <laughs> amped up and just all the time. This just... feels like the most amped she's in anything, though. Yeah. Like, this is Brittany Murphy on the next level of Brittany Murphy. Maybe. And I, I hate to say that I absolutely loved it. Like, uh, no, I, I was, hate to say it. I thought it was amazing. It was, it was, it was a brave choice. <laughs> yeah. Wildly it's charming. Just, because the second they walk in, it's like she is all over Kadeem Hardison. 
Well, she's like, sort of crazy, even, vampy, just sort of like sex pot. Like you know, it's like oh, I've, I have of undetermined age. Yeah, that was the, the, the impression yeah. you get is that she's like sixteen or so because yeah. she says, "Well, my parents left me with this thing, and right. I just want to go out and party." And and she's like, "Please stay here, please stay here." And then yeah. she's just all over him and just like you know, I'm going to give you a free room. You just have to entertain me. No, we have to have a deliverance party, right? Yeah, which that's the line she said. Yeah, but she never says her name. Her name. I if she said it, it was in the middle. It was in the it was blur the, yeah, the, of the other the blur of words that <laughs> yeah. went by. So all we heard was deliverance party, and we're like, "What? The I know. I was fuck like, is going on? I was now? like, how come they're not making a joke about that? Because that is the oddest thing to say to somebody is let's have a deliverance party. Because my first thought no. is no, <laughs> no, Ned Beatty, <laughs> not want. Keep your banjos away. So. All this really establishes is that she's there by herself. There's a big garage there with everything that Kadeem Harson needs, and the hotel is under construction. Mm-hmm. So that's all been established. Mm-hmm. Um, but then that's when the RV and two Jeep stunt show yeah. teams well, roll in. She directs him to the garage, which he's like, oh, you have a garage, even though he said... He knew there was a garage yes. there, which was weird so that he was strangely excited yeah. by it, so finding he, that out. He's working on the car. Mm-hmm. She's like all over him, blah, 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 blah. And then like, oh, I gotta show you something. Yeah. And then, you know, shows him the yeah, car t- that her dad was working yeah, on. Yeah, they talk about cars and it's, yeah. it's sort of character building. It's not... It doesn't really get in the way, but it, yeah. it goes on a little too long. And then eventually she gets bored with him. And or she, he asked her to go wake the other, like, you know, go wake Toby well, up. Well, she, she asked him, she's given him, like, the 20 questions mm-hmm. routine, and he's like, you need to stop asking so many questions. Yeah. Why don't you go talk to Toby? He'd like to talk to you. Right. He just goes, mm. and then oh, she, yeah. That's when mm-hmm. she devolves into just making sounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> she just, like, like she becomes a four-year-old right. and just, like, <laughs> and then, like, tries to leave and goes the wrong <laughs> way and then walks the other way. <laughs> I wonder if that, re- like, she... I think she exited uh, the yeah. wrong direction, and, and they just like, kept her in. That, that'll be good. It's we'll like, that just fits the character. She doesn't know what she's doing. Because then she goes up to the hotel room. <laughs> this was even funnier to me. And, and so Toby's, like, passed out. He's, like, like he's he is shut out. down. I mean, his, his circuits are off. And so she is just jumping up and down on the bed, oh, well, trying to wake it, him up. Well, she pokes him in the face a bunch. Of times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, she like, does. <laughs> It's like, hey, 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 Toby. Hey, was the Toby. T- was the TV on when she went into the room? No, it was on something no. else. She switched okay. it to oh, right. she switched yeah. it to the, the to the frog. Yeah, which Einstein. 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 Which like the first time you see it, the Einstein frog is like diagnosing patients in a hospital. <laughs> so it seemed like some sort of medical drama. <laughs> oh, it's and then and then the second time thing. they're on the goddamn space shuttle. <laughs> By the way, the the frog has a large. Like it's a large frog to begin with. Yes, but and it has it a has big glowing a, brain in a in a yeah, dome. It has a brain in a dome on its back. <laughs> I wanted to see an entire Walter the Einstein frog movie. I, yes. I wonder if the DVD has like the full episode uh, of that. But the best thing about the the medical one is like the doctors are all like, "Well, we should ask Walter's opinion." And he's <laughs> over there, and like his brain starts smoking and flashing and everything, yeah, and then he's he like. It's something. It's cervical cancer. Pancreatic cancer. It's like what? You don't have machines that can diagnose this. You have to talk to a frog. What the hell, America? Are we living? Maybe it was an emergency. Walter the Einstein frog. Einstein Rosenfrog. It's so ridiculous. But, that's why it's awesome. I know it's so strange, yeah. but like, then, then she starts splashing water on his face, right? While marching, yeah. She's she's doing a march and just well, yeah, splashing she's like, water on him. Wake kind of, up, Toby! Time yeah. to go! And she's throwing <laughs> water on him, and then the whole glass, yeah, yeah. just dumps, dumps the whole on glass. his face, unaffected. No. Right? He did a very good job of not flinching yes. for that. He's, yeah, for any when, of that. But when they sh- when they frame the shot where she's jumping on the bed, a little awkward. At first, it looks like she is just riding him. You're <laughs> yes. like. 
It's like, oh, and especially God. because of the way she's been behaving like yeah. this, like coming on to both of them. It's just like, I can't wait any like, longer. I'm dry humping a sleeping Toby yeah. now. <laughs> but then all of a sudden the camera cuts back and there she's just jumping, jumping. up and down on the bed right yeah. next to him. Like, Whatever, loving man. him as Wong. She don't want him to right. <laughs> oh. So then she just gives up and starts watching TV. Yes. And sort of grumbling at him like, hmm. you're no <laughs> fun. Yeah. She's like the deliverance party's going yeah. well. And so, the, okay, so the, the bad guys have all rolled up, and mm-hmm. Vic, like, comes into the lobby of the hotel and just starts smashing everything. He's, he just, like, looks at the registry and doesn't find what he wants, so he just starts beating the fuck out of everything in this room, just throwing shit in the air and, and dumping over things machine, over. And, and where the keys are, he just punches he just a hole punches through it, the door. And then he's like, sometimes violence is a solution, and it's just like, yeah, so then okay. he just takes all the keys. But he left the Bible alone. Yeah, oh yeah, because he was going <laughs> to punch the Bible, and he just looked at it, he's like, nope, and he just puts it back down and passes <laughs> it. Too far, it doesn't want me <laughs> That's to That's too far. So what happens is, like, the, him he, and the... He gets the master key. Yeah, and the henchmen all go around to these rooms with this hastily taped to credit card reader on the doors that obviously mm. wasn't part of this hotel. And so they're unlocking the doors with the master key, and then kicking the doors into each hotel room, which doesn't make any sense why they've added this step of unlock with credit card kick door int but they do that like four or five times and then it looks cool yeah and what it builds to is that britney murphy's now watching like a knockoff of cops on television where two cops are outside getting ready to bust into a room and it sort of intercuts with the henchmen getting ready to bust into this room and for some reason the parallels of this is what wakes up mark tacosco well he hears them rack their guns Mm -hmm. okay like they, and that, yeah, yeah, but it, at the off. same time that the cops on TV have racked their guns, yeah, mm-hmm. and so yeah, this is Toby sense goes off and yes, wide awake. <laughs> so it's on again. He's wide awake, like flips, like kicks her, sort of flips her off the bed. Yeah, and he then, kicks her off the bed. Yeah, and then right. immediately Over, picks up the mattress and, and shoves them out. Yeah. But we should point out too, these henchmen have giant tasers that make lightsaber sounds. <laughs> yes, yes, sort of. They've added this new weapon to their arsenal. Yes, because it's non-lethal right. electro thing they have. It does not work out well for them. No, not, <laughs> no, not really. No, but it leads to some awesome fighting. Yes. Yeah. Well, just the I was just thinking about the mattress. You know, he's using this as a shield. Mm-hmm. Everything in this movie is a shield. This yes. is one of those movies. Yes. Oh yeah. The, right. the, the shitty coffee. You know. You know, coffee table. The right tables are bulletproof, yeah. but everything deflects a bullet. Just anything you can put. Mm-hmm. As long as there's something between you and the bullet. Yeah, yes, you're, you're fine. You're safe. That thing is bulletproof. Right. <laughs> Yeah, so he fights people with the mattress using it as a shield and mm-hmm. Yeah. All kinds yeah, of Yeah, well craziness. they get into the other like eventually they get he, into the room ne- adjacent right. and like are holding the door back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's taken one of the guns mm-hmm. and Brittany Murphy's there like laughing. Like right. she's having so much fun. She's like, this is what I wanted. This. this I needed this excitement. Thank you. Yeah. And he hands her the gun and he's like, Go help Malik. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she and just, just kind of stands there with her back against the door. He's like, Now? <laughs> yeah. He she's just like, keeps oh. motioning to her like Go, go, idiot, go. She's like, and she's like, oh, okay. Oh, okay. She sort of bops off. <laughs> and then, so they're in this adjacent room, and he's... this, and this room one has, has like, a kitchen. This has a kitchen in it. Oh. And it gets to the point where he just, he's just grabbing everything in the kitchen and just fleeing <laughs> oh, out yeah, at them. Oh, yeah, awesome. Just he's pots, pans, pans, every ashtrays, anything he can get his hands on, just whipping it out of the kitchen and throwing it at him. He cuts oh, one guy's shoelaces and grabs his shoes. What? No, he kicks him out of he kicks him out of his shoes, but he, th- no, he, he throws he gra- him. He grabs, he grabs like, the knife, knife slices, oh, slices, slices, up laces, up laces and then like punches him out of the shoes and takes the shoes. Right, <laughs> thus making him look like boot gloves that he can boot fight hands. the yeah. boot hands that he can fight the insulate against yeah. the the shock and yeah. weapons. And, and he this, does, is, this he is the poses. first time we hear them because like this is yeah. like before this, they hadn't busted out the right. 
The electric rods, and then like and you go, know, they're waving around. It's it's, it's lower it's, than a lightsaber, it's not but a yeah, lightsaber ripoff sound. But it's, it's still like a, a it's, it's crossed between a lightsaber and a bug zapper. Yeah. Yes, it's just yes. whenever they swing his. Yeah. But I love how he puts the boots on his hands, and then he does the you know the the pose, me, like bro. the fighting pose, <laughs> and then he does the little yeah. like come finger, hither and come fight here, me. right? But and with they do. the top of the boot, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It's so good. It's like a toe tapping. Yeah. Just, and it's at this well, point where dudes just start breaking their backs because uh-huh. like the next five minutes is nothing but just total chaos. Yeah, as kicks and punch kicks. Yeah. Because this is not a big room. No. no. He kicks them with his fists. Yes, he does. <laughs> through God, the, like I just through the boots. The choreography on all this is just it's amazing. Yeah. He really was, he well was done actually stuff. knocking boots a lot. <laughs> <laughs> But eventually, he, like, takes care of all those dudes. Yeah, and, and, and he, he looks, and the, the boots are just fried. Yeah, they're like, the melting. The rubber has <laughs> melted on the bottom He's of like, those ah, stupid sticks. Throws those off. And they're cutting back to the garage where they're they're starting to attack Kadeem Hardison, and he's he's sort of getting his ass beat, and every once in a while getting a punch or two in. He's not really, like, losing badly, but he's... Well, he cuts a goddamn guy's arm off well <laughs> yeah that's that's i don't think he, that's he losing that. i think he, he had the upper eventually hand there. he started the yeah there was hand. like one guy that was like beating his ass and he got away from that guy and was hiding and he had the he had the wrench and then he looks over and does the pulp fiction thing and sees a chainsaw and he's like upgrades to the chainsaw <laughs> yes. and that's when dude's rolling up on him and he just turns on the chainsaw and cuts the dude's arm off as and, the dude starts firing and so the- <laughs> as the gun is spinning through the air it whips back around and shoots the guy whose arm is still attached to the thing Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so that guy's dead and that's when sort of Brittany Murphy pops in and just starts shooting wildly and has the best line ever or the, the, between the two of them they have the it best leads the, to the best line which is that <laughs> she goes hey you need a hand he's like he picks, no. up, he picks he's, up the hand looks at it and goes he, he, no <laughs> <laughs> yeah because he's he's since picked up the machine gun with the hand still on yes. can't get the hand off of it <laughs> and she's like need a hand and he holds up the thing with the hand attached he's like no <laughs> he's so disgusted <laughs> he's, with her yes, at that point it's just like god damn it what's wrong with you? she's still giddy I mean she's just like popping over things and shooting and just mm-hmm. popping back well, down I love that he pops out and gets like two shots off before the clip runs out yeah and he goes oh god damn it <laughs> right <laughs> and then she she somehow manages to get the hand off of the yeah the some mm-hmm. machine gun and then she pops out and goes nuts and right. shoots everybody basically yeah. and then that's all while giggling and looking maniacal the whole yeah time. and yeah. then that's when mark DeCascos comes in yeah because because more dudes the one guy that's up. left realizes they're out of bullets and right. he's rounding the corner and yeah. then mark DeCascos like pops out of nowhere and kicks him in the side of the head yeah uh-huh. and then more dudes shoot pour in and there's more fighting Oh, but he's like throwing just nothing but fighting this whole movie. God, this one that this I, is when I think the fight in the garage is the most painful looking one. Yeah, yes. more dudes land awkwardly during this than uh, at well, this any is other when point he's kicking, in the movie. Like guys are in like kind of a fighting stance, and this yeah. is when he's kicking their feet out from underneath them so that they go into a split. Right, and, and he does that like two or three uh, times. Yeah, and one dude, he just like one dude, it was up on the stairs even. Like yeah. it was. It was fucked. Yeah. Like he well, did that. The one ugh. dude on the ground where he just jumps on the side of his knee. I was yeah. like, that guy's done. Yep. That guy is not walking again <laughs> no, right. ever. Hopefully that's the guy that had the fake leg. Mm-hmm. And so eventually like all the henchmen get, get done for and Vic is now super pissed off and he goes out to the Jeep as the, <laughs> the three are starting to make their way out of the garage. Mm-hmm. And so he goes to the back of the Jeep and pulls out. The the biggest goddamn rocket launcher, this trio is a triple missile launcher. Sure, for mm-hmm. some reason, and he's just—it's like something out of Doom. Yeah, yes, it, exactly. It, it's like a video like game it's a weapon. Video at this game point. weapon in real life, and he proceeds to destroy the hotel. 
like yep. fires all three missiles at it and just this hotel erupts. is like, there is a shockwave that comes out of yes. the hotel to the point where then all the debris comes at Vic and Vic is just like can't see because of all the dust and shit. <laughs> and that's when Toby just <laughs> punches him in the head. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so he shoots out the tires of one Jeep and they steal the other one and drive off. But then before they get too far, Toby gets back out. He's got a rocket launcher, which he does. The super, yeah, he's you know, got he just, the Chuck Norris invasion. Yeah, USA whips yeah. it out, extends it, fires, blows up the RV. And then it's just like, hmm. And then they, yeah. they drive away. Well, he does like the spin because he's always like his movements are always choreographed. It yes. feels like. Yes. Especially like coming jumps. out of windows and shit. He's always flipping and because he spins right into the backseat of the car. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's when Kenny Marson's like, nice shot. Yeah. You blew up their damn RV. <laughs> yeah. and Brittany Murphy's just Yay. orgasming at that point. Mm-hmm. She's just like, oh, my God. <laughs> Best deliverance party ever. <laughs> yeah. But then they just get to bing, 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 they bing, get to bing, a bing, diner bing, bing. and they basically just drop her off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's like, all right, where are we going next? And they're like, like you're not going. We're anywhere. going there. You're staying here. Mm-hmm. And Kitty Hardison promises to rebuild her hotel. Yes. <laughs> Don't worry. We'll come back and rebuild it. Mm-hmm. She's right. like, you better. <laughs> mm-hmm. But that and then she's gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that is her final she scene. Never come, like, she's never used against them in any way. She never rolls up at the end to save the day. Nothing. But, That's nope. her section of the movie as is done. She's but, gone. God, there's during that scene though, they have the older lady at the jukebox oh, God. who's just staring down Kadeem Hardison. Yes. And he's like he even, he even says something yeah, like, I'm he, on yeah, fire he goes, today. Yeah, yeah, he goes, I'm on like I'm what the hell am today. I doing? Yeah. yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. But as that's what like, I love about him is he's always pointing out these things. But <laughs> Brittany Murphy comes back and as she walks by, this chick just shoves her in the face. Well, she's over at the jukebox doing yeah. the seductive, like, I'm picking a song at the jukebox. Mm-hmm. And then she sashays back and mm-hmm. just reaches out and just face palms this <laughs> well, old Brittany, out of the way. Brittany Murphy had gone to the yeah, phone yeah. to call. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Was it the phone? I thought yeah. she was at the yeah. jukebox. The woman was at the jukebox. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. Standing there. And, and Brittany Murphy's not even really looking at her. Just as she gets to her, reaches out and yeah. faces her. <laughs> Stiff arms are yeah. in the And face. she goes flying off camera. <laughs> It's never acknowledged. It's little touches. <laughs> and she, and Brittany just, Murphy doesn't even break stride no, when she does it. No, either. she doesn't acknowledge it. She doesn't even look over that way. The, that woman never right. comes back. She's down for the count. But the only part of this that it does is it's. she says, I got a boyfriend. He works here. Mm-hmm. And Ex-boyfriend. he can yeah. get you a car or something to that effect or get you where you need to go. Right. Yep. So they're like, all right. And where do they go? The all o- in the middle of nowhere to the mm-hmm. Apollo, the Apollo 14. 14. Yes. Karaoke bar <laughs> and grill, which yes. has a rocket on top, which is all CG <sighs> until they get close. And it's a model. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's the on inside top. of this place. It, it's a huge set and they have done a rather convincing job of decorating this set to make it look like it could be an establishment in the middle of nowhere. Some of it almost looks like the bar from Robot, jo- Robot Jocks. It, well, I mean, it's it like kind of a roundish bar. Yeah, sort yeah of. it does kind of it looks kind of like the uh, place in Pulp Fiction. A little bit, yeah. Where they do the dance off, yeah, but a little, yeah. sparser and a lot bigger. Yeah, it's yeah, it's bigger. I mean, there's there's all the kind of crazy dance, shit. I mean, there's you know the 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 gyration. Yeah, like the you, know, you get in it circles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you get in that, and there's all this all like virtual reality there's tables that, yeah, there's, and toys. There's that nineties virtual reality yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just all sorts of tech in this place. I mean, it, mm-hmm. it's this. It, but the it, doors the, are fucking giant, giant like space doors. glass doors, yeah. like Star Trek doors. Yeah, that just. Oh, I don't even. I don't know who's opening the doors when you arrive at this place, but <laughs> you, you walk like up to supermarket it and just it. doors open. <laughs> Yeah. And like all the the wait staff are all wearing like NASA jumpsuits, and mm-hmm. bright yellow. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. there's and, neon everywhere. And we didn't mention there's a rocket on top of the building. Oh, oh yeah, like an Apollo that. rocket yeah. just sitting there yeah. on top of the building. Just you know, 
Why not? Appropriate. But anyway, inside there's bad karaoke going on, mm-hmm. and just there's a rather good crowd for this place that's out in the middle of goddamn nowhere. Well, yeah. the part the CGI parking lot was packed. Yeah. Well, yeah. It was. It looked like a, a stadium arena of some right. kind with just eight thousand cars. Sorcery. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I would go. Apollo. I would go yes. see sorcery would, at the Apollo fourteen. I, yeah. That would be the best of both worlds, right there. <laughs> yeah. But they. Uh, they get there and they're just like, hey, let's have some beers, mm-hmm. you know, and they're just kind of broing out. And then suddenly Kadeem Hardison goes to the bathroom or something, comes back and Mark DeCosco is sitting at a booth with two guys in sunglasses who do not look happy to be there. No. And then this old, this old, old guy with old a briefcase. And yeah. a sweater vest. Mm-hmm. And they basically say, we're from the company that was supposed to come get you. Yeah. And it's like, you've got a tracker in you. Haven't you ever wondered why the bad guys always roll up on you Which, no matter thank where you, you. are? Yeah, you because it out. was getting a little strange mm-hmm. that this was always happening. Yeah. And he waves a thing over him that's supposed to deactivate the But tracker. not in time. But and, it's yeah. too And it should be established at this point that uh, super chest robot guy has shown up in a helicopter and brought like a stunt team with him mm-hmm. of just dudes and Dirt motorcycles and, and just he just has a whole team an entourage yeah. yeah well and vic vic and hedgehog are just like they're pissed fuck these guys <laughs> i mean he basically says that he's like oh time to swing her dicks around yeah as soon as the guy shows up exactly he's just so disgusted that they had to send these people over because he really wanted to kill mm-hmm. mark to costco well, about this Re- time they've also finally given him the permission to kill him like look we we probably could We've have told you. you this like a couple days before, but we have the upgraded model, so we don't need this guy alive anymore. Kill yeah. him. Just, just bring back just the bring heart. Just bring back yeah. the thing un- yeah. Yeah, bring undamaged. Back the heart. Yeah, don't you let can the, rip don't his heart out as long as you bring yeah. his heart back. Right. That was the whole thing. It's like, don't let this rival company get it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Real, now it's just like, kill the guy. Real quick side note on Vic. Yeah. Um, he has played a part in both Drive 1997 8 yeah. and Drive 2011. Really? He, yep. So he's the bridge between the two drives. He is, yes. <laughs> he is the driver. Very nice. Good for him. I thought he looked familiar. <laughs> he was bearded redneck in 2011. Exactly drive. who I yes. thought he was. <laughs> oh, I love yeah, that part. Don't you remember guy. bearded redneck? He was good in that. Well, yeah. well, also, while we're talking about random people in the movie, mm-hmm. cop number whatever yeah. was David Hayter, i.e. the Metal Gear Solid guy. Mm-hmm. Really? Solid Snake was... Yep. Oh, oh, the younger the cop one. of the two yeah. busts in? Okay, good yeah. for him. <laughs> Just random people. Sure, why not? But wasn't he... He's he's in the Giver 2, isn't he? I think he was. Yeah, he's like... He takes the, over for the Giver character. Yes. Yeah. yeah, that's... Okay, so weird... Okay, whatever. Yeah. So anyway, Random dudes. So yeah, but... <laughs> they basically start the process like, okay, you're gonna come back with us and you know mm-hmm. we'll take care of this and here's a $100,000 up front so you know we're legit and mm-hmm. so, okay, yeah, and sure. Hardison takes the money He's and like, then yeah. Mark DeCoscos decides it's time to do karaoke. Yes. In celebration. Karaoke. Oh, when Prancing. in Apollo 14, you know, do what Apollo 14 means, do <laughs> karaoke. Mm-hmm. Yes. Man, he, he karaokes his heart out. He and he's singing a song, song to Kadeem Hardison and about like how they got shot at and how yeah, they got shot Yeah, it's basically a now. recap of the movie that he's just singing to him is like, you need to go back to your wife. And, you know, <laughs> yeah. and Kadeem's just like talking to the one guy who won't smile. He's just like, this song's about us and our adventures. <laughs> well, and I love that when he's doing the singing, you know, it's, it's one of those, the beats keep it going in the background. And mm-hmm. he's like, well, Kadeem, we've had a good time. <laughs> yeah. And then Kadeem's just like, no, we haven't. Yeah, <laughs> you know, but it's like know in you. tune yeah, to the to the music. Along. It's like yeah. the timing is perfect. Yeah, on it's it. like a baby is cold outside duet. All of a sudden, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. But in the middle of the number, the doors slide open, mm. and in walks, <laughs> in walks dry a dude wearing smoke. Th- yeah, 
<laughs> wearing three jackets because apparently he freezes the floor yes. wherever he walks. Yeah, apparently so. Yeah, he's heavily jacketed and has a rock star intro as he comes in. And just Mark DeCascos just goes from like gleeful singing to like, oh, dear God. Yep. And everyone just sort of like is looking at him like, what's wrong? Why did he stop singing? And they all and just drops he the drops mic. the mic. He yes, drops the mic. Literally. And that's that's when they all turn around. It's like, Whoa. and apparently everybody but Kadeeman Artis and the, the older dude and the bodyguards scatter. Yeah. Like they're just like, oh, this is, well, this is dangerous. They scatter because suddenly the st- somebody oh, that's right, had watched that's right. Delta Force. Right. That's right. All the stunt team. Because the stunt team. Dirt bikes <laughs> bust through every window in the place. Yes. That's pretty much when all the people And they escape. start doing circles around this place, shooting everyone. Right. Anyone in there, indiscriminately killed. Mm-hmm. Proving again the Banffcast theorem <laughs> that bikers are dicks. Total yeah. dicks. Yep. And the worst is that they killed a guy in the, the Gravitron thing, whatever it's oh, called. Yeah. So that, that guy was just having fun. Spinning around. Just kind of spinning around still. Yeah. That guy lived as he died directions. in the gravity machine. <laughs> not, only is it bad, not only is it bad, you see him throughout the remainder of the movie. <laughs> just just slumped over in, in this thing. Machine. Poor guy. Uh, that guy. I hope he died happy. <laughs> the gravity he looked machine. pretty happy. I don't he didn't have too much fear. He, he just he died happy like, and disoriented. Wait, this is the greatest thing. Oh no, I'm shot. <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't tell what was going on and he no. finally swung around and <laughs> and bullets. Yeah, I was like, how's the show going on? Oh no. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Kadeem Hardison just keeps getting chased around by this one guy who just keeps popping wheelies at him and ring, ring, yeah, there's a, there's a ring, lot of ring, bike food crunching going on. him as he's running. <laughs> yeah, like there's, this stuff isn't as good. I know that they're, they're trying to like up the ante on crazy stuff, but it's just not as good as a well choreographed fight. No. no, but it's still it's different. I mean, it's crazy, and there was a hint of something even crazier about to happen because for some reason this bar has has like bikes on display. In it, it yeah, yeah it and they started to come into play, but then they don't at all. Yeah, he tries to make a break for one, but yeah. then he gets knocked. Down I thought there was going to be crazy bike battles within this yeah. bar, but that well, never. This bar comes is to, weird because like Kadeem Hardison knocks bike shit. Yeah, yeah, he knocks the guy off the bike with a suit of armor. Yeah. Oh, he punches him with it, like swings it around like a bat. 14. Yeah. <laughs> it's just what whatever props they could get to yeah. populate this place, just put them in there. Ugh. Doesn't matter. But yeah, eventually they deal with all the dudes on the bikes. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah, yeah, and good then, job, yeah. And then that's, oh wait, and they wh- the camera whips around like a three sixty, and then T one thousand guys there, mm-hmm. and and Kadeem Harson is ready to fight this dude. Well, Kadeem and- Harson at this point has turned into a sort of mini Toby, where he's like getting off gravity kicks and weird shit, where he's he, yeah. he's developed these powers for, and that's when we started joking that I the learned gravity, by watching you, <laughs> the gravity in the place was you know like the moon and not as, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah, it just it just becomes that weird point in the movie where everyone has superpowers for some reason yeah but but advanced model which is actually his character name <laughs> i like t1000 better yeah advanced, Ad- model. advanced model comes up it like he just like bam yeah. punches them both right and, and they just, just knocks them back and back. that's when kitty mars is like okay maybe i should go yeah well mark Tacascos is like okay yeah get out of here go. now you're done this is just me go and back him. to your family yeah and that's when, and so Kadeem Harson starts to leave, and that's when Vic and uh, Hedgehog come in mm-hmm. through the front doors. They're like, "No, no, where are you going?" And this is where the movie gets crazy racist. <laughs> What's the line that he says to? It's my least favorite cheese eating dick monkey. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. yeah. <laughs> that is exactly what he says. Yes. For whatever reason, <laughs> Just, but. And Kadeem somehow is able to disarm both of these guys. Yeah, like right off the bat. Well, doesn't Hedgehog come in just a little bit later? No, he's in there with him at first. 
Yeah, okay. they come in as a pair. He gets knocked out like immediately. He's he's out oh, yeah, for right. most yeah. of the fight with Vic. Kadeem knocks the guns out of their hands and somehow throws them down the stairs. That's right, because right. he has superpowers. Now. Yeah, and that's when Kadeem defies gravity and kicks Bob like <laughs> yeah. five feet away. Right. And Bob's through out the air. for the most part. He's out. Mm-hmm. Um, and <laughs> and he's fighting with Vic, like scrambling back and forth, yeah. trying to get the gun. Strangling each other and just, you know, wailing away. And well, that's like, when Vic whips out of whip. Well, yeah, well, he tells him, like, <laughs> you punch like a girl. I'm going to take you on. Like, Kadeem Hardison is, like, pumped up. Yeah, he's, he's like, like, I can deal with this now. I've- he's like, I got my bro back there. I'm ready to go, man. And that's when Vic's just like, oh, yeah, you think you're bad, yeah. huh? Check this out. Pulls out a whip. <laughs> just a whip. For We're no like, reason. <laughs> what? Yeah. Just starts yeah. whipping Kadeem Hardison. And he Hardison. starts whipping Kadeem Hardison and strangling him. <laughs> and this is when you're cutting back and forth between this and then Mark Dacascos. Getting his ass kicked by advanced model. (laughs) Well, it's fairly even for a while. Yeah. And eventually he gets the upper hand and is like got him by the throat. He's going to Dalton him. Strangle. Yeah, he's totally going to Dalton the guy. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And that's when they cut back to the Japanese or Chinese consortium that's... (laughs) A control room of like four ladies looking at monitors, just casually reporting on what's going on. His adrenaline level is decreasing. Like, what should we do? like, vitals are dropping. So he goes... Yeah, he says, do you want me to boost any of the circuits? He's like, yeah, boost them. He's like, yeah, like he's which like, one? Boost them all. Boost them all. Boost them all. <laughs> boost and so he, into overdrive. Yeah, right? yeah. He goes into crazy 100% overdrive mm-hmm. mode, which d- he fires him up for a second or two yeah, where he, he just starts just beating Toby's beating ass. The tar yeah. out of him. Yeah. But then they cut back to Kadeem Hardison getting strangled. Eventually, he gets a hold of the gun mm-hmm. and. He pretend he plays dead. He like he reaches he, the gun because the gun was underneath the couch. That's pretends right there. he's choked out. Yeah, he pretends he's been choked out. And as soon as Vic flips him over, he shoots him in the knee. Right. Which God, I lo- I've always wanted a movie where the protagonist shoots somebody in the knee. Like doesn't go for the kill shot. Like goes for the most yeah. painful shot they yeah. can. And then, so he does that, and then Bob's running at him because Bob has woken up now. So well, he Bob just walks over him and, and has like, seen all the carnage that has happened. He's just like, oh my goodness, and and so. <laughs> Kitty Marson just shoots him, shoots like, him like six four times, times in the chest, yeah. and then pistol whips Vic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and to a acknowledges the fact he goes, "You do not whip what a the black fuck? man. <laughs> what the fuck? Yes, you were whipping a black you man. Do what not the pull fuck out a whip is wrong with you? Man. Right? And we're like, <laughs> he's thank you. He's like because saying this we were as he's saying beating that. the shit out of yeah, him. We were you all do not saying that as the scene was happening. We're like, are they really having him whip a black guy? Because Vic is just pure redneck yeah vic turned into crazy redneck racist at the end of this movie yeah. where he didn't i mean he was a dick the whole movie but he wasn't you know <laughs> he wasn't re- racist dick he was just mm-hmm. we're doing a job and then all of a sudden he just becomes you know crazy racist guy yeah but thank god they acknowledge that yeah, for us they did yeah so so <laughs> that's the taken out care of, of takes care of that and yeah, meanwhile, T-1000's basically starting a short circuit. Yeah, he's, 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 he's everything's gotten overloaded. Right. And, and that's when Mark Tocascos gets on a bike mm-hmm. and rams him into a wall. <laughs> right, pretty <laughs> awesome. Super high speed. Yeah, gets up for a second, and then like, oh. Yeah. And that's the end of him. We, we didn't really talk about his sunglasses being sort of part of his thing. Because like, he comes oh, up, yeah. he's got the sunglasses on. He does have sort of and a then He does this move, like the first move that, that Toby does against him, it's just really, really fast, and then they do the like you know the slow slice, like his sunglasses were cut. Well, first, he, oh, yeah, first, first he threw the sunglasses. Is that what it was? Yeah. He th- threw them, and then it cuts to, to Toby grabbing them, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, 
um, advanced model is right next to him yeah. and starts to try oh, okay. to beating the shit out of him. And, when, and then advanced model snatches oh, his sunglasses. Yeah. Back. It was when he summoned the power from the air. That's what yeah. split the sunglasses in half. Yes, because yeah. he did the the twirly well, like oh. stick, like he broke yeah. a broom in half and was yeah. And was, but, but yeah. he didn't actually hit him. I don't think it was. No, just oh like no, the, he, it was like well, the power of the. He didn't hit him in the face. Yeah, but the power of his of his. Yeah, of his swing. Yeah, <laughs> cut the sunglasses, the sunglasses. Half, oh. which pop off his face. Yeah. And it shows also, like that's a also shock wave. It's yeah. also when he took off his first jacket. He was like, <laughs> to oh, reveal a, no to reveal a smaller yeah. but similar well, jacket. Yeah, he had like an overcoat on, and then he had like the Nehru jacket underneath it. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> it well, like, and the thing too is that he and Kadeem Hardison when they're when they're like first overconfident that they're going to beat the fuck out of this guy, it's like let's kick his ass and take his jacket. Yeah. Yep. It's like what. But anyway, so he <laughs> that's the sort of stuff that you know Kadeem Hardison was just they're, they're just like say whatever you want yeah, Kadeem. Just yeah. throw a line in there. But so T1000 was really dead. Good line, yeah, it was fun. And they're walking out like, "Yay, we did it. Let's High five. You know, get money Let's get and everything." Mm-hmm. And then crush pussy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. And then totally going to bro out and crush some. <laughs> Orange yeah. crush some pussy. And then Vic stands up limping on his gunshot <laughs> kneecapped <laughs> leg right. and he's now suddenly he's strapped with He's just got a bomb on him and two detonators in his hands. It's like, where did that come from? He didn't have that before, but whatever. But he's looking towards him. They turn around and, like, stop his fingers from pushing the buttons. Yeah, they, like, both grab... (laughs) They thumb war with it, but they have their hands (laughs) wrapped around the the detonator. And And they each manage to... Each each one of them gets one of the detonators and and they they kick him back. And they keep showing him trying to put his thumb on the thing and then blocking him with their thumbs. And then so that... They've got... They're not really f- uh, far aw- enough away from him not to confidently nearly. do what they're about to nope. do, but they're both standing there, each with one detonator, and Mark DeCasco says, time to blow. <laughs> and Kadeem just looks at him like, time to blow? Time to really? blow? Really? really? That's the line? Whatever. And then so they both hit the detonator. And, and then Kadeem goes, oh, shit. <laughs> right? Because they realize, because- oh, we're only five feet from this guy with a bomb strapped to him. And so Vic explodes. A bar starts to explode. I mean, just yeah. Cut to them running out of the building, right? Uh, jumping, you know, of course, as fireball chases them. And then, as Harlow correctly predicted, or would hoped this would happen, uh, it uh, briefly launches the rocket that's on the roof of the building. The the landing strats break away, (laughs) replete with like the actual NASA shot, like looking down the rocket and explosion going on below Mm -hmm. it. And And then, but it only goes up about six feet. Yes, thankfully, (laughs) believably, the thing doesn't actually launch. Launch into space, it just goes up a little bit and then falls, falls over, over and crushes the rest of the building. I actually was kind of hoping, like, in my wildest dreams, like, the T-1000 was going to get somehow impaled on the top of the rocket. <laughs> and, it, and, and then, then it, it launches like, into launch, space, yes. Yes. and it gets up, you know, 10,000 feet and then explodes and there's fireworks. Right. And, <laughs> yes. and his sunglasses fall on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so and then basically, Toby picks them up and puts them puts on. Them on yes. mm-hmm. Deal with it. Oh, well, <laughs> well they, yeah, they actually fall on his head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Perfectly, yes. <laughs> Remember ultimate, that for our movie. The ultimate yeah. deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. So then, like, basically, they just yeah, they got to a away. shot of them and the parking lot's on fire, and they're just sort of joking, and then we get the crane shot pulling up as they mm-hmm. walk out through the destroyed parking lot, and yep. the end. Game Fade over. to credits. And then mm-hmm. time to party, please. Now, there, could be, there could be a sequel. <laughs> yeah, they do. They briefly sort of set up a sequel where main villain walks out into this other chamber of his office, yeah. and there's, like, four other advanced models ready mm-hmm. to go. Yeah, once they've told him that. Yeah. Oh, that model is offline. <laughs> yep. All right, let's rate this bitch. Okay. I will say four jocks. It's not quite a five. It's a damn solid movie. But mm-hmm. um, there's just... I like that there's self-awareness, but there's still just a little bit of cheesiness with bad CG and green screen and some otherwise 
things that just take it out from being a sincere five joxer, but it's a it's a good four jocks. Yeah. Uh, there was some of that. There was a little bit of awkwardness here or there, some sped up footage and some some obvious wire work and stuff like that. However, this movie fucking commits itself to what it wants to do and does it so goddamn well. I mean, it it I kept thinking while watching this, how was this not released? How was this not a thing that people went to see? And so I'm giving it five jocks because even with the minor bits of awkwardness, we weren't making fun of this movie. We were adding things that we wanted to be in it because it was so goddamn ridiculous, but Mm -hmm. we were not cracking jokes during this. We were on board with this movie. Yes. Um, Yep. I I just, there's so many good fights in this movie that even if like one fight in this movie was in another movie, it would boost that movie so damn much. And this movie has like 12 of them. So this, this thing is a, is a great Bamcast movie. Five jocks. I agree with that. I'm I'm on board with the five. Okay. I the fight scenes are so good. Mm-hmm. So good. And Brittany Murphy, like her unhinged thing adds a jocks to it. <laughs> yes. Because it's so it, it feels like it's from another planet. Mm-hmm. She's so out there. And then just little touches like Walter the Einstein frog. <laughs> Yeah, they really commit to that. I love so much stuff in this movie. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, it's it's a five jocks for me. I can't quite go five. Um, the first act of this movie lost me a few times, mm-hmm. and everything else was solid. It was really solid, and I really liked it. It's it's definitely a four jocks movie for mm-hmm. me. Um yeah, I would, I would, and I wholeheartedly recommend this movie. Oh yeah, it's just I didn't yeah, like. I always definitely. know a Five Jocks movie when I walk out of it. It's like I'm just beaming. I mean, this was close, exactly. Mm-hmm. And and I'm, and I highly, highly recommend it. I just didn't have that like. Ooh, I can't wait. Exactly. Not Watch this lighting you on it. Yeah. And I think um, Rush Hour came out in 1998. Uh huh. And this movie was also a 1997, 1998 thing. Mm-hmm. And that may have been why it just deal. They may have thought, well. We're not going to make any money on this. Let's just video it. Yeah, well, and the name is just, I mean, Makes dry. No yeah, the, it doesn't pertain to the movie. Well, it doesn't sell it in any way. Actually, either. you know, this is another case of those, the two very similar in sort of overall concept and even name, mm-hmm. Rush Hour and Drive. Yeah. You've got martial artist and black guy in right. a sort of buddy quasi-comedy action flick. Yeah, they honestly probably renamed this to Cash In. Yeah, it was probably called Drive, so when they released it on video, they were, you know, it was like, oh, well, you can't get Rush Hour yet, here's Drive. Yeah, no, I'm saying possibly. this was probably something completely differently named, sure. like Roboman or, <laughs> I don't, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. something. Guy they did call, yeah. they <laughs> called him a Turbo Drive, didn't they? They did, they, he did call him Turbo something throughout the whole yeah, movie. Turbo Drive. Yeah, which mm-hmm. might have been the name of the movie. Turbo but, Drive. They shouldn't have named it Man, Turbo, Turbo Drive, drive would have been awesome. Yeah. 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 But, anyway. but still, it's easily a recommendation. Good call, yeah. all yes. of you that recommended it Yes, to thank us. you, really, because I would have, this movie would have never been on my radar. I would have looked at the cast and go, <laughs> no. I would have looked at the cover. <laughs> I mean, while it is a giant explosion, it's just otherwise horribly photoshopped. Yeah, and, it's generic yeah. three heads and, mm-hmm. and explosions. Just Double like, bag. Yeah, one of the emails said, like, it has the best fight scenes of any U.S.-made martial arts movie. I, and I yeah. don't think I can argue that. No. No. No, it's, it's really good. Yeah. To see, get your hands on Drive. Get it. Get some. Drive to your local video store, and they won't have it, but... (laughs) Nope. And there's no local video store. And uh, as we say, get the director's cut. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Don't do the U.S. version. Okay. Let's take a break, shall we? Let's. Okay. All right. All right. 
All right, and welcome back. Hey, hey. podcast. Hey, second half. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Welcome to podcast. Right. Episode four thousand nine hundred. The most prolific <laughs> podcast on the internet uh-huh. is here in your ears. The inaugural podcast of the internet. Yes, we are back. Welcome. Hello. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so let's talk about Bond. Okay. More Bond. Yeah. New Bond. Right. New old Bond. Mm-hmm. Yes. Forty-five-year-old Bond. Let's talk about more Bond. So was he older than Connery when yes. Connery left the role? Yes. Okay. Connery was forty-one. Okay. Makes sense. Roger Moore was forty-five when the first one that he did came out. Well, that makes sense in the continuation of things. Sure, it's, it's okay, yeah. but they had to realize eventually that it was going to get out of hand. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. So live and let die. Mm-hmm. Black exploitation Bond. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep. It's um, really weird. Yeah, Roger Moore. They don't show him in the pre-credit sequence. Mm-mm. It is three other dudes getting shanked. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Well, it's not the first time. No, but it's still a yeah, little it's not weird. The first time, but I mean, you got a new guy, and it's yeah. like introduce him right shit. away, and they don't. Yeah. Well, they probably maybe didn't want to do. Oh, yeah, this never happened to the other guy. Uh, no, but I don't know. I mean, yeah. I'll say more about it when we get to the end of talking about it. But yeah, I, I don't really know. They did a good job introducing Roger Moore. No, not really, because they show his apartment, which I did not like at all. I don't want to know what Bond's house looks like, because in my head, his place looks cooler, way cooler, yeah. than it does when it actually shows up. He's been to his house in previous movies. Yeah. His house? Or his apartment, yeah. Which one? Uh, I don't remember. I think it was I an early remember. one. I want to say it was like from Russia with Love or uh, Goldfinger or something. It was like... There's one where he goes back to a place, and it's his place. Well, they don't like make a big deal like this is my place. But th- like- this is a look into his living situation, okay. basically, because I mean, yeah, it, like he makes M coffee, yeah, and, just, and he's wearing a monogrammed robe, which I think that was what rubbed me the wrong way. That he has the JB initials on the on the pocket of this robe. Maybe it was no way, he's totally pimping. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a scotch robe. Yeah, he's got like yeah. a French agent there, and Money Penny's like suddenly walking into his house. It's like, why did everybody come to Bond's house? Yeah, the, party at Bond's. House? He's supposed to be a secret agent. You don't right. Just, it's like, it, well, you could know be Money Penny's you. going over there on the sly anyway. Yeah, but, you know, mm-hmm. people could be, fo- you know, you would think people would be parked outside of MI6 studying where M and Money Penny go, mm-hmm. and they roll up at Bond's house. I mean, no, those people get stabbed <laughs> in the neck by secret ER agents. I don't I don't know about that. But anyway, yeah, Bond's got a French chick in bed, and, and M shows up and's like, we need you to do stuff, and he's like, being all, all right. Roger Moore. Yeah. And- well, he's like, hey, dudes are dead. Check it out. <laughs> yeah. But they they firmly like they are like, dude Bond this this Bond ladies' man mm-hmm. total ladies' man that's all Bond gives a shit about being a ladies' man yes yeah because the whole opening sequence like, with him is because M is chick. like M is like here's your ticket you got to be on a plane in like twenty minutes mm-hmm. and as soon as they're gone the the other chick he's like hey time for more boning I got twenty minutes <laughs> boning is not complete yeah because he gets his device which is the the magnetic wa- magnetic watch. Yeah. And so he zips off her dress with it and gives the first delicious pun of the movie Ugh. where she's like, oh, you have a delicate touch. And he's like, sheer magnetism. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Also, Jokey sheer Bond. Magnetism. Oh, my God. He so is so jokey. One liner Bond. Oh, but he slides him in so well. Just, he just does. like, you don't know what's coming. It's like, well, that's boom. what she said. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that's like, that's, they're playing to Roger Moore completely. Yeah, sure. In that they're like, you know, like Connery could not play this one no. that way at all. No. And it's interesting because, like, when you get into it, it's all black villains, basically. I mean, it's a black exploitation yeah. picture. Yeah, it really is. Yafit Kato is the main bad guy, and 
Yep, the avocado. Mm-hmm. I love this movie already. Mm-hmm. And he, but he's he, never, has, he doesn't really get to be happy off it. We don't get a lot of that. He's angry. Uh, I don't know. When he gets in the fight Eat at the end, he is grinning the entire time True. when he's swinging his knife at True. Bond. Yeah, he's pretty happy about that. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to fuck you up. But yeah, he's got a, he's got a bunch of henchmen. He's got uh, he's got the guy named yeah, Whisper, <laughs> giant fat dude who can't speak. There's the the guy with the claw arm, Teehee. Mm-hmm. There's the Baron, who's the 7-Up spokesman guy right. from the 80s. Right. And that guy's creepy. Yeah. Like that guy, they got like the half-painted face mm-hmm. and the laugh and... They're just there's a lot of good memorable guys. Yeah, that he has distinctive for hench- henchmen in this one. Yeah, and I like that it's a much more grounded plan. Is it's basically Avocado's gonna he's running a drug ring. Yeah, I mean it's not like it's no I'm gonna take over the world. No, it's he's just, like no, I'm gonna make a shit ton of money. Yeah, and I'm gonna by I, selling drugs. Well, no, his plan is basically I'm gonna grow all this heroin and then I'm gonna give it away for free. Mm-hmm. Two like two billion pounds of this shit. I'm just gonna blanket the United States with all this heroin, and then it'll be Put so good. Everyone else out of business. They'll have no choice but to buy it from me, and we'll charge a premium. Mm-hmm. Which he all gleefully tells Bond. He's like, oh, "Yeah, we're gonna kill you." So let me tell you the whole plan. Yeah. Um. But uh. Yeah. They go to it, shitty New York. God, oh God. That, that's how you know it's a black exploitation film. Because I mean, right off the bat, like bomb like, down New York. Send Bond to New York and put him in Harlem. And he gets That's called honky. For, yeah, he James gets called Bond. honky three or four times mm-hmm. in the span of ten minutes. I'm like, yes, people are calling <laughs> Bond a honky. Everyone is disrespecting Bond, uh-huh. and, and Bond just doesn't care. He's so yeah, he doesn't nonchalant. Care, but I also I really appreciate that he really, for once, feels completely out of his element mm-hmm. because he's like he can't sweet talk anybody. No, he can't pull. Hey, I'm Bond. I'm smooth. Whatever. They don't care. like. He can't fake his way past these guys. These guys are like, no, fuck you, yeah. British asshole. Right. Who the hell do you think you are? Yeah. But yeah, I, I guess it, it bothered me a little bit. This is like the second Bond movie in a row where he's going to sort of like not exotic locations. Yes. It's like it's kind of gross again that Bond is is in these slums mm. and hanging out with gross people and just you know it's not it's not like fabulous Monte Carlo and girls mm-hmm. in bikinis. No, it's nuclear wasteland New York City. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's literally they're literally going to assassinate him at one point in like bombed out just trashed New York like mm-hmm. where they film the Italian apocalypse movies. It's it's yeah, literally that same area. Shitty alleys yeah. and just condemn buildings i, I love yeah. when like the, the the like they're gonna take him out and they like throw him into a wall at one point and he's just like well thank you <laughs> mm-hmm. he's, he's so nonchalant about everything that's going on yeah he is very much not in danger like or at least he doesn't act like it no he's never strapped to a, a, a but he's also he's also battery. not a good fighter at all he's no, not a good not, he's not a good especially fighter compared to connery no but at least he's not sped up there's no, there's yeah, nothing yes. in this movie sped up yeah, and this is Guy Hamilton, uh, director of yeah. Goldfinger, who finally came back. Yeah. And then he comes back for a few more films. Or Gee. Gee, whatever. Guy. He was the director of the last one, too. Yeah. Was he? That's yeah. right. The, the other thing. Mm-hmm. Jane Seymour. <laughs> yeah. Super hot. Mm-hmm. Super, super hot. Almost, mm-hmm. almost. Yeah. Still super hot. <laughs> yeah. But she's like 20 in this. If but that. <laughs> Bond basically ruins her life in order to get some. Yes. Tricks her into sleeping with him. Yes, he does. And then she's like, I can't be clairvoyant anymore because I, I'm deep been deflowered. And he's like, well, that sucks. He literally screws her ESP powers out of her. Because, yeah. like, apparently how this works is that you've got the power and then you have sex and then you don't have the power anymore. You yep. get deflowered and you lose is, the ability is, to read tarot cards. 
she is Yavikado's tarot card reader. Right. But Oh, uh, so it was a good plan on his part. His whole everything, his whole plan is based upon her. Like the tarot cards is how he runs his entire life. Everything that he does mm-hmm. is based on her reading. So Bond, but smart move. I don't think Bond really realizes Fuck that the part. powers out. Nope. No, no, no. Bond oh. doesn't even realize that. He's just like he's like, hey, she's hot. <laughs> Where's that lover's card? So she thinks that we should fuck. Yeah, because he replaces all the cards in her tarot card deck with the one, the lover's card, so that she nice. comes in and she, he's like, you know, he's what like, are we? Are we going to be the sure. lovers? And she's well, like, well, I'll just look. At I the do cards. love the shot when she walks in. He's wearing like the little cape thing over him, like because she's got these crazy outfits that yeah. she has to wear. Oh yeah, and he's, he's wearing the cape, sitting in the chair. And and she's, she's like, like, get out of that, get out of that, you <laughs> blasphemy, you son of a bitch. He's like, is it? Well, have a seat. Yeah. <laughs> God, and he's twice her age. Come on, Bond. yeah. yeah That's but- why I don't like old Bond. This, this is what bothers me about Roger Moore. Is <sighs> it's okay? He's just he's old right off the bat. It, he doesn't look that old though. It doesn't get creepy until A View to a Kill when he's like sleeping with Tanya Roberts. But yeah, and he's like seventy. Yeah, yeah. but in this one, it's okay. He still looks pretty young. I mean, he doesn't look yeah. old. Um, yeah, but the boat chase, terrific, it's fantastic. Except for terrific. <laughs> Except for Sheriff, what's his fuck? G.W. Pepper. G.W. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> oh. A little bit of him he would have been okay. He grinds that shit to a halt. They devote 20 to 25 minutes to that dude, and it's like, stop this. Just stop doing this. This representation of the United States needs to stop. I don't know what, what, what the purpose of this is. No uh. other country has had blithering idiots for 20 to 25 minutes representing them in any Bond movie, but yeah, suddenly well, like, and, this and becomes... Also- <laughs> yeah, I mean he's a he's arresting the one guy. He's like, "Oh, you black guy out here, uh, what you think you're doing here, boy? Yeah. <laughs> Imagine that for like yeah. in the middle of this badass boat chase. Yeah, it's just cutting and back. He to just s- walks just in and just slams his brick wall, yeah. fucking ugly face in the middle of it. <laughs> and he's chewing the God, back it got the whole me time so and... angry. I was like, yeah. I want a phantom edit of that boat sequence. <laughs> Everything with him taken out except the very last line he has where he's <laughs> where he's just so pissed at Bond and yeah. he's like, What the fuck are you, boy? Goddamn force of nature yeah, wrecking and that, everything. And that's what the troopers are like, you're gonna have to just leave him alone. He's a British yeah. secret agent or something. He's like, What? Uh, <laughs> and it pisses me off knowing that he's in the next one. Yeah, I know. It uh-huh. pisses me off knowing he's gonna be there again just to fuck up a good scene. <laughs> Because that boat chase would have been the best sequences. I, I can look thus back far. on the boat chase and just be like, "That's great," and I can just pre- just pretend just that pretend that dude's he not doesn't there. exist. Yeah, in it. but I mean, this is the one with the crocodiles in it that he the creation of, of Pitfall was born here. And yeah. this when he <laughs> runs across the <laughs> back runs across of the, crocs. the crocs and uh, yeah, and apparently that dude who did that like had to do like five takes before yeah. he got it right. I and almost got eaten. Mm-hmm. Because that one you see at the end, oh yeah, he's the like, one I'm gonna is fucking rip your leg off. Him. Yes, he's like, oh, I remember how this goes. Yeah, he's like, he's gonna jump on those two, <laughs> mm-hmm. and then I got him. Yeah, so it's but, a good stunt though. Yeah, it There's is. Some very impressive stunts in this. I mean, yes, yes, they I definitely upped the ante on the stunt. Yeah. portion of it. Aside from yeah, Roger Moore not being able to throw a punch very well, but you but know. man, the end is goofy. It gets first of all, it gets I all supernaturally and as weird. one of the goofiest, worst executed death sequences. I have ever seen in any movie. It is a pretty awful villain kill. It is. It, I, I like that they go as, as far as to set it up, like so it's oh, not completely yeah. out of left field. You but, know it's coming. Yeah, but it's, it's like just the execution of it is so <laughs> awful. It's 
awful. Yeah, it is awful. It is for for an ending that's involving an underwater battle in a shark tank. You certainly don't anticipate the way that's going to end up. Oh, and <laughs> it's just. Mm. I mean, I don't know. But still, there's. I liked it a lot. Yeah, I really liked it, and I. You know, Roger Moore worked because they played to his strengths in this one. Yeah. Despite him being old, he's mm-hmm. still, he's good with the one-liners. <laughs> and, you know, he's he's good with the smooth lady stuff. Man, there's some throughout this movie where it's just, I, there are some lines in there that, like, today, they would have to cut those out. It's like. To what, to be PG-13? I, yeah. Like, the double entendres in this are just, like, so blatant. <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> it's it's not even. Yeah, but it's I still, not even clever. It's just like, yeah, I, I still put it like way up there. I, I think I had it ranked third. Nah. out of all of them thus far, I didn't far. have it that high, but I, I yeah. like it. But I mean, it's it works having him in a black exploitation film. It's just I kind of wish that they had done another story before doing that because it's very jarring. In that you got not only is it new Bond, mm-hmm. but I mean, it's in a black exploitation movie, which feels completely different from all the. You know, even though I said I was sick of the Blofeld stuff, like that feels almost like too far in the other direction. Yeah. It's like one of those things where I wish they had just kind of maybe fit something more mm-hmm. traditional in between, but it's a solid movie. And the voodoo stuff is like truly creepy near the end. Yeah. It, it's sort of off putting. It's like, what what is happening here? This movie is suddenly not grounded in reality, but then it is. But, and, and I do want to say, you know, I mean, I, I love me some Live and Let Die theme song. I really do. And the opening credits, like... Oh, when the it, opening credits rule. I mean, when it slams from it's got that girl's chick. face into the, yeah. the skull, like right when the music kicks in, it's like these credits are fantastic. I just want to say that this is the, the one of the best Bond songs, but in the wrong movie. Like, Paul McCartney and Wings and George Martin doing the score for the Blaxploitation Bond movie is weird. It's, yeah, it's the three the whitest guys in England. It's all funky. <laughs> yeah, but it's just but like that lead song. The is... song is just the whitest. You know, it's it's like it's <laughs> this this doesn't work. Yeah, had it been like in the next one, it would have been fine. But this this starts the trend of Bond songs that are good songs. They're not good Bond songs. Like you can't really like listen to Goldfinger and be like, yeah, Goldfinger. You know, but this starts the like, okay, it's a great song and also a great Bond theme. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna agree with that. Yeah. Okay, so we got a couple of uh, emails, so let's, uh, let's start yeah. with one of those. Uh, we got one from Scott, who had some actual topics for us. Oh, sweet. I like Ooh, topics. One that actually kind of ties into the first half of the episode. Oh, okay. about that. Neat. I like things that ties in. So he says, hey, Bamfcasters, <laughs> i got a quick question and a topic for you. Mm-hmm. The quick question is regarding the existence of good, bad martial arts movies. Hmm. Do they even exist? How would you identify a good, bad martial arts movie from a just plain good martial arts movie? So how would we do that? I mean, just plain good martial arts movie has good martial arts and good filmmaking in it. Yeah, it all kinds of depends on the plot. Good bad martial arts to me, movie. Yeah, to me, it's all in the stunt choreography. Like, I would say this is a what we watched tonight was a good martial arts movie because the cho- choreography is amazing. Mm-hmm. The plot was goofy. Yeah, that's what makes it a but, good bad movie. Is yeah, that the and, plot was so damn and goofy. there's variety in the stunts, but something like Super Inframan, where it's the same five punches mm-hmm. for an hour and a half just over and over to me that's parts of the movie are good but the martial arts are the bad part of that movie mm-hmm. yeah I, I think it has to do i mean you all you, you can almost pigeonhole martial arts movies in a time frame i mean sadly 
70s and 80s martial arts movies were generally pretty low budget. Right. Um, so that kind of makes them feel bad. They're not all bad, but you're going to get more bad then than you do now. It's like yeah. now even the low budget ones coming from, from Asia are generally pretty good because mm-hmm. they can get CG on the on the cheap. You know, wire work's a lot more available. Yeah. And the other thing about some of a lot of the older ones is they were almost all period pieces. Yeah. Like they were almost all, you know, imperial China, things mm-hmm. like that. So mm-hmm. the, and, and because it was cheaper, it was like, oh, we just need to get some some geese and some go out in the fields yeah. and, you know, they use some, uh, you know, existing ruins and things like that. Exactly. But yeah, but I mean, there are still there are still gems amongst those. I mean, I still think most every Bruce Lee movie ever made is pretty high quality. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, I, I still think. You know, the first one is the Big Boss is still one of his better filmed movies, right? Um, other than you can obviously see the budget in something like Enter the Dragon, yeah, being you know filmed mostly you know through American studios and things like that. But I mean, Jackie Chan movies are a perfect example because you can look at like, I mean, the original Drunken Master is a good movie. It's just it's almost kind of bad because it's it's filmed poorly. It's it's you know it's done kind of on the cheap. There's mm-hmm. you know unless you go looking for it, you're going to get a pretty badly dubbed version. With, yeah. you know, whiny little British kid voice for Jackie Chan, things right. like that. Right. And then, you, you know, you flash forward to Legend of the Drunken Master, you know, Drunken Master 2, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, shit, you know, like, this is a real big budget movie. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So. I, yeah. th- I It's just overall, it's it's just an overall tone. I mean, it sort of depends, like, what what is the focus of the movie? Like, is it, you know, like a revenge flick or is it, you know, like get the robot heart from robot guy? You know, I mean, it, yeah. it really all depends on, I mean, like, you can have solid martial arts in anything but it just sort of all depends on why it's happening mm-hmm. so that can help define whether it's a good good movie or a good bad movie or a bad bad movie right <laughs> so the second half of the email okay mm-hmm. topics all about sequels oh often hear people say there's no such thing as a sequel better than the original but we know that's <laughs> bullshit <laughs> yes mm-hmm. there are plenty of them out there that are better than the original some ones i often see come up are terminator 2 being better than terminator debatable the Godfather Part 2, that's me editorializing. Sure. Right. The Godfather Part 2 being better than The Godfather, also debatable. The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly being better than A Fistful of Dollars, not debatable. <laughs> Empire Strikes Back being better than A New Hope, which I disagree with. That's him actually saying, which I disagree Stop with. Stop editorializing. Read his. <laughs> then we editorialize. And finally, it's confusing. And finally, and I know Mackie will disagree with this one, Aliens <laughs> being better than Alien. Because you're wrong. What do you think about these, and what other sequels can you think of that are better than the originals? That's all for now. Crash and Burn, listener Scott from Dallas. Um, I definitely agree with Godfather 2 being better than Godfather. They're both fantastic, but in the same way that I think Empire's better than New Hope, they're both solid movies. It's just mm-hmm. Empire's better. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I, Having recently watched Alien and Aliens, I came to the conclusion that no matter which one of those you pick, you're not wrong. Because they are, even though they're in the same universe, they're two totally different genres. Yes. Mm -hmm. One is a thriller, one is an action movie. So if you say Aliens is better than Alien or you say Alien is better than Aliens, you're not wrong either way. It's like saying I want an action movie more than a space thriller. Right. You know, it's a horror movie almost. You just can't. Star Wars episodes four, five, and six are better than one, two, and three. Yeah, they're better than the first three. That's, yes, those are better sequels. (laughs) So very true. Yes. Yeah. You could say Goldfinger is a better sequel. Than either of the two I before. could say every Bond film I've seen since Doctor No is a better film than Doctor No. Man, you hate yourself some Doctor No. I don't thing. like Doctor No. It's just aggressively average to me. Oh, bleh. Mm-hmm. Bleh on all of it's you. okay to be wrong. Star Trek Two, of course, is better than Star Trek the Motion Picture. Oh no way, man! No, I'm just kidding. Yes, you're right. <laughs> um, I'll say I like Tron Legacy a hell of a lot more than Tron. Tron Legacy is a better movie yeah. than Tron. Tron is a, is an interesting experiment on I mean, film. Yeah, I mean effects aside. 
like even if you take those out, story's the, better. The, yeah, the storyline of Tron Legacy is significantly better than the storyline of Tron. Yeah, because Tron like just wanders and then ends. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You well, know, once they get up on the space butterfly and float through the laser beam and everything, and just like they're all hanging out, I'm just like, oh jeez, just yeah. get on with this. I, I argued a few weeks back on popular opinion, I'm sure, but I think Karate Kid Two is better than the first one. I, I think <sighs> it's not more as iconic. It's just in the sc- scope of the movie, it's there's more life and death at stake. Sure. Mm-hmm. I, I don't Instead necessarily disagree with that. Yeah. I mean, I, I think they're both interchangeable. I, I think they're both very entertaining for what they are. Yeah. And to me, Lethal Weapon 1 and 2 are dead even. Mm-hmm. And there's parts of me that like 2 better. Okay. Just for the diplomatic immunity line I, getting I, revoked at the end. I would argue, as, I mean, even as bad as some of them are, I think the later Friday the 13th are better than the first three or so. I think the first three Friday the 13th are just just so dull and padded. Just mm-hmm. person walks into a room, is creeped out for a while, keeps wandering, keeps wandering, then there's a kill. You know, it's like there's no story or anything going on. It's just they're not rewatchable. Whereas I think once they start coming up with gimmicks, I think those is when it gets fun. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. The most confusing one would be Evil Dead 2. Because it's, cause it's a much better movie. Yeah, but it's like a remake. I know. Yeah. I know. It's well, a confusing and, one. That's what I'm saying. But yeah. I, just, I enjoy the tone of Evil Dead 2 much more than the tone of Evil Dead Yeah, I mean, the, the first one is 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 amazing movie because it's super dark and actually genu- genuinely creepy. That is one of the very few movies that actually like yeah. f- mm-hmm. freaks me the hell out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's impressive what they did with so little money. Exactly. Yeah. I, I, I'm sure this will piss off somebody in Australia, but uh, Road Warrior, a thousand times better than Mad Max. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about Crocodile Dundee. No. no. They <laughs> probably would not want either of those on the list of any kind no of No way. They love Paul Hogan. Sure. But no, I mean, Road Warrior and even Thunderdome are better than... The, I mean, the Mad Max is like is, almost feels like it doesn't even belong in the universe. It's like they just kind of rebooted it. Road Warrior else. does seem to take place in a whole yeah. entirely different universe. Yeah. So, I mean, to the point where they didn't call it Mad Max 2, the Road Warrior we did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and of course, I'd argue that Dark Knight is better than Batman Begins. I know I would not. I would, <laughs> and some of you fuckers would probably argue that Batman Returns is better than Batman. I wouldn't argue it. I would just state it as a fact. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'd still call arguing. You presumptuous fuck. So, BJ, you gonna you gonna throw your hat in the ring for Sister Act two? <laughs> I was thinking about it. <laughs> I think I'm taking a Sister Act joke break though. A quick question, mm-hmm. okay, on pertaining to that. Mm-hmm. Do you, do you think movies like Empire and Godfather 2 and Aliens, do you think they work in a vacuum if people don't have knowledge of the first one? Empire, no. Aliens, maybe. Aliens does. Aliens, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I saw Aliens as, I, I wasn't an adult, but I was, you know, young adult, whereas mm-hmm. I'd seen Alien as a, as, a, as a kid. And so it was really me seeing, seeing Aliens first and yeah. then a lot before ever revisiting the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I saw I Aliens before I saw Alien. Yeah. Yeah, because when I hear people say, you know, like, that they like Star Wars better than Empire, like, I, that's what clicks in my mind is maybe that's a main reason is that Empire doesn't work without the other one. It, and it's I think almost, it's certain movies are saga, like that. Saga things are, are weird yeah. because, you know. Yeah, and like Lord of the Rings, the... I mean, two, second two don't make any sense without the first no, one. But I'm and saying, I still think the first one is the best of and the three I, And I don't. I think Two Towers is the best. But I, I'm, I'm a sucker for, generally speaking, for middle acts of, of stories. Mm-hmm. Middle acts, to me, um, can sometimes be the best. I mean, unless you've got a long, drawn-out or, origin story, which I love, too, mm-hmm. i.e. Batman Begins. But it's like, to me, it felt like 
everything that was interesting about the fellowship and in, in the books of like them getting together thing was just like whoop, go get to adventure in in the movie mm-hmm. you know and i i you know the epic battle stuff in two towers is mm-hmm. so and much better I, and i can say like two of the later harry potter movies are superior to any of the early ones any of the little kid hijinks ones like like the fourth or fifth one when like shit goes down like it becomes okay here's Voldemort and it's time that one is great and then they lose their way and they just dick around with romance shit for a couple of movies and then like mm. the the part two of the last one is the best of all of them because it's just like okay here's everything we've been hinting at the whole time <laughs> Big battle now we're doing it and it's like okay great finally people are focused on shit instead of just doing weird ass tournaments of things that don't matter yeah so yeah I've only seen the first four I just stopped but I know the third one was the best movie, mm-hmm. the worst adaptation, which is why a lot of people oh. Oh. Hate, that love the books hate it. But as far as like filmmaking goes, that one is so far superior to the first two. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure there's other sequels. I'm just blinking right now. Yeah, I mean, I'm just trying to think of franchises that, you know. Rocky Four. You know, I that <laughs> Rocky Four is my favorite. I I couldn't necessarily argue against least. that. It's not a better movie. It's just no, more it's, fun. Rocky Four is three fourths montages, one fourth movie. Yeah, there's one montage anyway. that's a montage of the other montages. I know. <laughs> that's why I love Rocky Four. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I could rewatch Rocky over and over again, but like Rocky Three and Rocky Four, fuck yeah, I will yeah. put those on replay and watch them all day long. Well, it's funny because I recently watched. The, I had not seen the first one in a very long time, mm-hmm. and I recently watched it. I was like. The whole time I'm remembering, I'm like, oh, this is coming up, right? And it's stuff from the sequels. Yeah. Like, the whole time I'm like, wow, really not much happens in this movie. No. It's, it's just, really a quiet little movie. There's not yeah. a lot to it. So, it's not usually better movies, but sometimes more fun. Sure. I mean, like, the sequ- the Rambo sequels are infinitely more fun than the first one. The first one is a real movie. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. a, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And I think when you change the genre, that's when it tends to work. You know, Alien, Aliens... Terminator, Terminator Two, you could argue also. Yeah, I don't, I don't agree with that. I Terminator Two is fine. Um, the only, the only knock I can put against the original Terminator is that the effects are just terrible. It's like you look at yeah, it now and you just go, Jesus, oh, these are bad. To me, only the head, the, the head, oh, the head is terrible. Yeah, that, that's is, the worst thing. I mean, the the cutting out the eye part. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, even some other parts of it are just like, meh, 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 meh. See, meh, meh. Okay, got All more. Right. Yeah, last up. We got Ben from Australia. Hey, Ben. He sent us a suggestion last Hello, week ben. that we kind of said, no, nah, Ricochet's a real movie. We're not going to do that one. Right. So he's kind of trying to make up for it. He says, hey, guys, Ben from Australia with a suggestion for my vast collection of 90s crap. Okay. I can see why Ricochet was a bit too close to a real movie for your liking. So I'll adjust my suggestion. a bit too close. It no. is a real movie. Yeah. Totally a real movie. He says, this one's called Rapid Fire, the 90s film starring Showdown in Little Tokyo's mm-hmm. own Brandon Lee in his best movie besides The Crow. It's a buddy cop movie starring Lee and Powers Booth trying to take down the local Asian and Italian mafias. Because why only pick one? The main draw of this movie is the action. Lee is a fantastic martial artist, and watching him shotgun people while backflipping and beating up assassins with freezer doors is a joy to watch. Combine that with maybe the most 90s love theme I've ever heard, and Powers Booth murdering a bowling pin, and you've got a fantastic goofy time. I saw Rapid Fire when it came out. I don't remember a goddamn thing about it. I, I'm now more intrigued remembering that Powers Booth is his partner. Yeah, exactly. Because the last 20 years, we've only seen Powers Booth play like the general, yeah. <laughs> you know, or the president or one of those dudes. Mm-hmm. 
So that would be interesting. Or someone to see. vaguely sinister. Yeah, just guy in position of power. Yeah, not just normal partner of <laughs> Brandon Lee. But yeah, we'll, we'll definitely put that on list when we. Uh, not so close to another martial arts movie like this yeah. one. And I'm intrigued. Not so close to another Brandon Lee movie. <laughs> we just did. Too. Yeah, that's true too. Yeah. Well, there's not many to go. Through. No, we're pretty much done, and I don't think we want to watch Laser Mission. It has a great title, but... (laughs) Unarmed and extremely dangerous. Good title. Brandon Lee is in Rapid Fire. Is in Rapid Fire? Is he Rapid Fire? Who else is? I'm editorializing. (laughs) First name Rapid, last name Fire. Fire. He is Rapid P. Fire (laughs) Jr. Esquire. (laughs) The third. M.D. (laughs) Dr. Rapid P. <laughs> Fire Jr. Esquire. He just walks into the hospital. He's like, I need you to get me an order. To <laughs> oh, no, it's Mr. Fire. <laughs> Dr. Fire, Dr. Fire. Your sister's running up trying to keep notes. Oh, God, slow down. Great, put that in. He it, punches it, it right out of their hands. We need to remember that to put in our movie as something on TV that someone's watching. Yes, Dr. <laughs> Dr. Rapid, Rapid Fire. P. No. Fire. No. No? We're making that movie? Walter the Einstein Turtle. Yeah. We're just going to make that a whole series. We should just make the Walter the Einstein Turtle series. Frog, he's frog. Frog. But we could do a turtle to avoid copyright. Sure. Right. With drive. Because the makers of drive will (laughs) come for us. The shell will just be that brain brain. dome. Oh, yeah. I could see that. Oh, man. I'm thinking ahead. I like where your head's at. Yay. I like where your brain's at. On your shell. Okay. Uh, so, hi. Let's, wow. On that note, <laughs> let's get some Dr. contact Rapid info. Dr. Fire does like a mm-hmm. hundred surgeries a day. How about you, Dr. Rapid Fire, us some com- contact information? <laughs> Garfield phone. Thanks. All right. So let's get out of here, shall we? All right. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm the Beach. <laughs> and I'm Chuck. And this is Banffcast out. <laughs>